Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's poppin', congregation? It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, and we're back with another installment of Scam Goddess, the podcast all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. Sometimes we love them. Sometimes we hate them. Y'all know I'm along the ride just with you, just like you. There we go. And for those of us who are not new to church, y'all know I'm very... Yes. Amen. Excited. I truly am elated for today's guest, y'all. We have an amazing writer, stand-up comedian, actor on the show, originally from Mississippi, which we're going to get into. Jay is a New York-based comic who is currently a staff writer for Apple TV's The Problem with Joan Stewart. Booked. Love to hear it. Jay was named one of Variety's top 10 comics to watch in 2022, and he's made appearances on The Tonight Show, you know, with Jimmy Fallon, The Late Show with James Gordon, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, all the lates, all the nights. Love that for him. Check out his comedy album, y'all. Put it up in your lobes entitled Jay Jordan, y'all, which debuted at number one, honey, number one on iTunes. He's charting. Congregation, please welcome Jay Jordan to the show. Hi, Jay. Hello. Blessed and highly favored. Very happy to be here. Give an honor to Scams, which are the head <laughs> yes. of my life. What's up? <laughs> amen. Amen. So... <laughs> Are you going to read the morning announcements now? Oh, all right, yes. So we do want to pray for Sister Alberta, Alberta right. Johnson. As you know, her grandson, he got in tour with some of the homosexuals down at the juke <laughs> joint, and he was cut up a little bit because them sissies do have knives. So we want to pray for him. He's in the hospital. Um, They say he owed one of them money, but we can't say for what. But we do want to pray for him that he gets that wickedness out of his system and he has a speedy recovery. Lift him up. Mm -hmm. Lift up Lizzie Holmes in prayer. Y'all know she's doing time now. She's doing a bid, a baby in a bid. We got to keep our scammers lifted up in prayer. I heard that they has uh, caught one of them. Oh, gosh, I can't remember her name. Y'all know the one who looked like Belle from... um... (laughs) (laughs) She wore them horrible dresses and ran that one coin, Miss One Coin. I think they caught up to her, y'all. So y'all keep her lifted up in prayer as well. Y'all pray for her lawyer strength. Um, and we hope pray for her legal team. That's a prayer I want to hear one day in church. Um, can you, can somebody just pray for these kids? The, right now, the one thing that I'm actually concerned about when it comes to like uplifting people in prayer, all of these kids are just going 
through it. Imagine having to go through adolescence, but with social media right now. I do not envy them at all. And uh, thank you, Judah, super producer. One coin was Ruha Ignatova. So Ruha, she might be down bad. Lift her up. But what you're saying, Jay, I cannot imagine, like, if all the stuff I did in college, all the embarrassing, messy moments, someone had a camera out and right? they were just online forever. Like, that's the scam. The youth is being scammed right now. We I know. Scamming y'all out of a planet. It- y'all mental <laughs> health. We're scamming them out of a future. Imagine, okay, it, it would be like a myth. They'd be like, oh, can you believe so-and-so beat up a teacher? I'd be like, when? Where? At what school? That didn't happen. Y'all just making up stuff now. Now everything that's an urban legend can be confirmed. Yeah. Imagine getting into a fight in Mississippi and your fight is on the shade room. That's what people have to live with now? Oof, I couldn't right. do it. Like that used to just be the talk of the town. Right? Now you gotta be the talk of the world, the globe. The roommates, they got they, they post a video of you and say, thoughts? Thoughts? Oh, no. No. You know when they say thoughts, the thoughts are bad. <laughs> Always bad. <laughs> they dragging you in every language talking about, you want to translate this? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Oh, my I think They really got scammed. At least as a millennial, I grew up thinking I had hope. They were like, yeah, go to college. You're yeah. going to get a job. And we were like, yeah, we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to listen to that dare lion. We, we, we're doing everything. And then, you know, we got gut checked in our like early 20s. But these kids, they came out the womb and they were like, hey, y'all, don't drink the rainwater. It's nasty. <laughs> um, if you or a loved one have done anything on earth, you might be entitled to compensation. Right? They know, they probably also just know too much. They didn't get to be dumb. Well, they, now they get to be dumb about other stuff. Yeah. We were actually dumb about the stuff that, like, you grow up and you go, oh, that's why, wait a second, that's why we were at, in Afghanistan? Oh, my yeah. gosh. We I, had the blissful ignorance. I didn't know anything. Now, the, they grew up, and so they end up thinking stuff they're like, well, how did you get anywhere before Google Maps? You're like, well, we would print the directions off. And then <laughs> sometimes we would ask someone in the know who, and we just would write those directions down. And people used to know no directions. They we just, all had somebody in the family who'd be like, yeah, hey, you're going to get on 75. Make sure you get <laughs> off before the turnpike, though, because that's when the traffic get bad. You know, there used to just be like people who were Google Maps. Like yeah. we all had an uncle named Waze and he <laughs> could get us there. So, you know, but it's it's different for them. Yeah, my mama drove to San Antonio without Google Maps. Now I remember thinking, I was like, we're really out here. I don't know where we at, but we out here. <laughs> Just following the signs on the road. Right? Like, you getting close to Albuquerque. That's the way we're going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and you just made me think of something before we get into you. I feel bad for the youth because... Now the scams are literally everywhere yes. in ways that like, so I almost fell. Th- I told y'all I'd be getting scams still, even though I know everything about scams. <laughs> I didn't fall for it. But see, that's why you're a good spokesperson. That's why this is your ministry, because you are living it. There is I'm no testimony it. without a test. My God. Amen. Scam God ain't through with me yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so I had uterine fibroids and I had three surgeries last year. It was like a whole thing. I still have like a few, but I saw an ad that was like, if you used a chemical hair straightener uh, and have uterine fibroids or ovarian cancer and any of these things, you might be entitled to class like compensation in this class action lawsuit. So I'm sitting at work with my friends. I was like, y'all might be getting some compensation because I ain't know. I thought it was just, you know, if you had cancer, but they saying just fibroids. Like, oh, it was them just for me's when I was a kid that gave me fibroids. I'm about to, I'm about to get paid. Uh, so why is this an ad on Instagram, Lacey? So yes. I clicked 
I click on the comments. You know, they're, they're trying to reach the girls where the girls are at. Mm-hmm. So I'm not fully convinced it's a scam yet. I click on the comments. They're like, why did I fill out all this and give you all my information? And at the end, it said I wasn't eligible for fibroids. Everyone's comment was like, this is just a data scam. I filled this out and I didn't. Get... And I was like, oh, see, I should have known. I can't uh... trust the, <laughs> the lawyers of Insta and Graham. Especially because <laughs> if you think about it, this would disproportionately affect Black women. And there is no way that there's someone who is out there doing that much good on behalf of Black women without it. I see. Honestly, I'm even thinking the check because, you know, sometimes those those ambulance chasers be getting the bag. That's why they're like, you don't have to pay us. We, we just got to look at your case. And if it's <laughs> nice and juicy, we'll take most of your money. First of all, the word ambulance chaser is spot on. And I forgot that that was a term. Rubberneck and an ambulance chaser. An ambulance chaser. <laughs> Secondly, I am so happy that everything's going better with the fibroids. But once again, if we talk about scams, I'm going to say something controversial. Having a uterus is a scam. Why did oh, God do this robbery. to y'all? Like, why can't we just lay eggs like reptiles right. and then somebody just takes her right. sitting on that joint yeah. or we put, you know, put a heat lamp on that joint right. and then a baby comes. Like, why, why does somebody have to cook it and it's got to suck put, out my nutrients from my teeth? Why would you put faulty software in? Why would why wouldn't the eggs always be coming out right? What it what? That's wild. Right. It should just be a, a, a egg that we lay and we put it under a little lava lamp and then we get to go about our lives for right? nine months. And, and then, then we got a little unemployed freeloader. You actually onto something because then all the eggs that aren't fertilized, you could cook them and we wouldn't have to buy these expensive ass eggs. Oh right my now. god, no, we can't be eating the baby eggs. <laughs> we, do we do Damn. already. We do already. I can't think about it like that, though. Chickens is too delicious for me to have a remorse. But before we get into our first segment, I know y'all are like, um, hello, the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're just have that's our scam. We're just kicking it. Um, We're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. Scams! Y'all, I just saw this viral TikTok of this gorgeous woman in her 60s, and she was being interviewed about confidence, and she had the nastiest hair flip and the sickest jacket on and i actually saw people because y'all nosy as hell on the internet going to find out where this jacket was from and i was gagged the jacket was like eight thousand dollars i was like um that's a car you're wearing somebody's like used camry and i love luxury but i that's 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 loud luxury to me but wouldn't we all love some quiet luxury with the quality and expensiveness of that fancy 60-year-old lady but at a price that doesn't have me fainting that's why i love quince because they have 100% mongolian cashmere sweaters for only $50 organic cotton sweaters washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry that's not going to you know, have the repo man at your house. I love the silk top. I've washed it several times. It's still giving silk. Also, it's got a little stretch to it. So when it it hangs on my body, it just looks so rich and fancy. But I'm not spending crazy, fancy, rich money. I know that's right. I love Quince so much. Y'all already know the deal. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince.com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goddess if you're a person with titties bras are so uncomfortable and constricting and now we finally like have something that's changing that skims is changing that skims bras they're worth the hype they're amazing the shape the support that they give but also they're like i said 
comfortable with you on your nipple. Okay. I love the fits everybody brought in Onyx, which is like the black one. Like that's normally like the clothes that I'm wearing and stuff. But like, I also really love the wireless form push-up plunge bra because, you know, you sometimes you got to give a little, a little cleave, a little titty. Okay. You know what I mean? Make it cute. So shop Skims bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes, 38 to 46 H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and then select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Cut! And we are back. And it's time to get to know Jay. Jay, on this podcast, we always ask our guests, mm-hmm. what's your relationship with scams? Have you ever been scammed? Have you ever run these scams that you can talk about legally? Do you love them? Do you hate them? It could oh, be anything. Oh, my goodness. Lacey, I'm so glad you asked. I fall for a scam every month. And that scam is paying <laughs> for my monthly MTA Metro card. The MTA <laughs> is a terrorist organization a based mm-hmm. in New York and New Jersey. It's a Metro Transit Authority. That's what they claim to say. But actually, it's this underground ISIS. They got authority in the name, so we should have known shit was sus. Because you're just uh, supposed to be taking us from to and fro. You talk about authority. Authority? What do, you, what do we need authority yeah, for? Yeah, exactly. First There's of no all. There's authority in my car. Why do I have authority on the train? I, I get off work, and I am late coming home. I was excited to do this podcast. I got on the train. The train... Was go, it was chugging along. It was doing what it was supposed to do. And now, about like halfway through the ride, it stops and it says, Oh, we're experiencing some delays. I was like, Now listen, here's my question How are we experiencing delays in the morning and in the evening? Something is off. Something yeah. is, we got, we got delays in the morning, delays in the afternoon, delays in the evening, delays in supper time. Why are we having delays all the time? Also, it's a train on a track, so y'all y'all just can't schedule the trains to run on the tracks every day. That's what like, I'm saying. How do you have train congestion if you are in charge of all of the trains? Maybe I'm stupid. I'm not an engineer. I don't know how choo-choos work. But maybe they need to hire some FAA people because that's what I I'm mean they, there's, there's delays on Delta Authority Airlines as well. But uh, <laughs> I was who? just I was just on Delta flight, and the funniest part about it is that this woman, oh my goodness, we have to talk about this. This woman gave up her comfort plus seat to sit with her man in the back because he was back there and then made another girl get up and take her comfort plus seat and then was like, oh, and if your bag is back here, we can bring your bag to you. And the whole time the guy was like just drinking and being quiet and he was not speaking up enough for his girl for this woman to choose to sit in the back with him. This is a wild. Girl, that man is a scam. That man is a that scam. That man is a scam. She, she came back there because she knows her man is a scam. And she said, I, I got to sit <laughs> okay. next to him because I okay. don't want to sit next to nobody else and trying to start a new relationship. <laughs> that she got to watch the... that man everywhere. He's like, I'm going to the bathroom. She's like, I'm going to the bathroom too, boo. Listen, they're wearing the same pair of pants. That's an astute point. I'm glad you, because I wasn't thinking about it like that. I was just like, I'm not giving she, up comfort. She for loves a this man. man that much. Okay, that's listen. That kind of love. Could be me. She down bad. <laughs> God bless but, it. So you were on the the Metro Authority scam. They get delayed. I was on the train. You know what? I'm actually called out the train by its government name. I was on the two train. The two train. Oh. And you know what the two train stands for? You're gonna be late twice. That's what it's named two for. <laughs> so I was on the two train. 
And they kept just stopping, like 96th Street. Oh, we're actually about to pull in the station. There's a train ahead of us. Just wait. 110th, same thing. I'm sitting on the train an extra 15, close to 20 minutes. And like the whole time, I'm thinking, now listen, what if I am late for this podcast because I'm currently getting scammed? I give them money every month. They get paid on time. They get to go home on time. I don't get to do shit on time, but they they get to. Well, how do and I, they raise the rate? Every time I go to New York, the fare is higher. Yeah, and I'm like, but it's not giving like anything more no. to charge for. Like, baby, no. you haven't cleaned these trains in forever. They, I remember when they cleaned the trains during the beginning of the COVID. Mm-hmm. It was like, bro, y'all ain't never cleaned these motherfuckers before. And that was a surprise. People were like, oh, they gonna clean them, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna have to clean them every day. I was like, what is that? I was talking about. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why is y'all weren't surprise? doing that? No, they weren't. It's a scam. It's a scam I fall for. I'm guilty of it. Listen, and I want to say this because we we connected on this before the podcast start. And they had the audacity. I mean, you know, I'm going to get real country. They had the audacity to do this <laughs> to me on the sixth day of Black History Month. L- do you understand what happened? I was trapped in an underground railroad traveling mm. north. The two train was following the drinking gourd. And they said, not yet. What? Oh, my God. I was being checked. They went full slave catcher. Full slave catcher. Fugitive slave law. The black codes. All of it. One drop rule. I was scared. I know Harriet mad. She better be. mad. Because you should definitely not have to do the middle passage at, at this big <laughs> age. I'm so sorry. And also, like, something happened to me, too, today with travel. I got a speeding ticket at a speeding trap. A trap. And my black ass. I know trap. it's a trap. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, there's a light and then there's like a long stretch that has these wide lanes and I was running late for something. Mm-hmm. And I always know that there's a trap here, but I realized too late because it's like when you turn the corner, there's always a police officer who's in a motorcycle inside the bushes. So he puts the motorcycle in the bushes. And as you turn the corner, he got the little speeding gun out just waiting. And he know he gonna get everybody. And I realized too late, as I was turning the corner, I, I decelerated mm-hmm. and I was like, and then I saw him like kick his leg over on the motorcycle and cop on that bitch. I said, damn it, he got me. Uh, and so he pulls me over and I'm like, I'm so sorry, Mr. Officer, sir. Like, please, no murders today. <laughs> and, uh, and he didn't even have a kitty cloth wrapped around his motorcycle. So I knew I was uh, in danger. They didn't have the black bike. <laughs> they didn't have Mm-mm. the Black History Month bicycle. Oh, and I just kept God. saying sorry. And he was like, oh, you don't have to apologize to me. And it's like, bitch, first of all, <laughs> Hop off of your high horse thinking that I respect you. I'm not trying to die. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. keep saying sorry and putting my hands up and moving real, real slow. Well, you know what I mean? Like, let me turn my camera phone on. I'm worried that this routine traffic stop is going to be a routine traffic murder. Right? I am not respecting you, Mr. Bitch. Like, come on now. Also, <laughs> like, you are in the bushes. You are in the wrong. You're hiding. Come on and now. Like, and then why do they love to do this thing where they be like, do you know how fast you were going? Oh no, bitch. Clearly over the speed limit. No, I don't know how fast I was going. And clearly you know the answer. Is this your, like, you practicing for Law & Order SVU, Mr. Lawyer, asking questions you know the answer exactly. to? Exactly. Such a played out, corny line. If you said that, imagine someone saying, like, a first date line to you, like, you come here often, you will not get this ticket, pussy. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's right. what I would say. Oh, uh, do you know how fast you're going? Come with something else. And it was like, he wanted me 
to beg too. And it's like, I know you're giving me this ticket, my guy. So let's just oh do the ticket God. and let me get on my way. He <laughs> just, was like, oh, were you come, where already. were you headed? Where were you headed? Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, my coochie fell out. I'm going to see the sideline. Like, what do you want me to say? You're still going to give me the ticket. I will say the one lie I ever got away with in front of the police was I was speeding and my brother and my sister were in the car with me. I was coming from a football game. And I said I was going home to my grandma and she was sick. Now, technically, she is sick all the time because she's grandma. <laughs> but I got away with it. I was like, I'm going to see my grandma. She's sick. And that was it. And they were like, okay, well, slow down. Slow down. But yeah, where am I, I going? I couldn't think of a lie fast enough. Because you're right. I did get out of one ticket, but it was because I had props by accident. <laughs> I had, this is so country. I burnt my leg with some bacon grease. Like, I, I uh, took it off the stove too it, fast. Do you understand and it how it's starting very country? You, and I burned okay. my calf. So I had it wrapped up in an ace bandage and I was on my way to volunteer at the firehouse. And so I had the perfect truth scenario. So I was speeding. <laughs> he pulled me over and I was, I, it's mostly true. And I was like, oh my God, officer. But I was like in high school. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I just burnt my leg and I'm going to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And and mm -hmm. I had the bandage on my leg. He was like, all right, well, you get out of here. You go to, <laughs> what, what high school do you go to? I was like, Centennial. He was like, oh, all right, you get out of here. Whoop a snapper but this guy i couldn't come up with a lie fast enough and i knew he didn't even oh want the lie goodness. it was he was like jerking it to the whole experience because then he goes to write the ticket i'm like yeah write the ticket up bitch like i'm not worried about <laughs> it like i pay it and i'm sorry i'm sorry the minute he leaves yeah write that motherfucking ticket bitch come on yeah i definitely turned into smoky from friday and i was like when he leave i'll be talking again then he came back i was like i'm so sorry mr officer you know i just loves me some of the law and some of the white uh, <laughs> so then oh he, before giving me the ticket he holding the ticket explaining the ticket to me and shit I'm like nigga if you don't just pass me let me sign this shit yeah and I know like, how tickets I know, work okay? I know he gotta do a little bit of that but he was really going through the whole thing I was like Mr. Sir I get it I signed here it's not admission to guilt he, but I was like oh is this something with traffic school or something because y'all know I got bad insurance so I was like do I need, <laughs> can I go to traffic school because I'm almost done with like being punished for being a terrible driver I've been being good so I was like damn this is gonna fuck up my whole shit mm -hmm. so he was like, I know you said something about traffic school, so I just wanted to let you know that, you know, you were going 66 and a 35. Okay. But if you know, okay, but if you know this area, you would understand it was the flow of traffic. Mm -hmm. Like I was, it wasn't, it wasn't, but it sounds wild, but you slow down at the next, it's a big patch. Anyway, like if you're from, if you live in LA, y'all know um on uh Beverly where you get to um Oh, God, what's the light? Robertson? So I'm like, not Robertson. Oh, God, it starts with the R. I can't think of it. But it's like a little corner. There's a Chipotle and there's a long light and whatever. Anyway, so it's a speeding trap. If you live in LA, you know what speeding trap I'm talking about. But so he's like, I know you said like, he was like, I just want to let you know that in California, on any designated regular street, you can't go over 65 and you were one mile over. But you know what? You mentioned traffic court. So I just wrote it down as a regular ticket so that if you want to do that, you still have some options. Because <sighs> if I put a point, if I put that extra point, you, you wouldn't be able to fight it at all. And I was like, thank you so much. I, I love, back the blue. Give me my ticket, bitch. Uh, like, come on. Ah, uh, Listen, I'm going to say this. 
Now, if you would It's not residential. It's not residential where I was driving. But, okay. It becomes residential. If you would have had some bacon grease, I think that pig would have let you off. That's what I'm saying. We learned a lesson. Always carry a Band-Aid and some bacon grease. Y'all get an ace bandage and put it in your car because I'm (laughs) telling you. You wrap one of them bitches around you real quick while they they expecting the car. This is actually a reverse scam. This is how you scam the police. Keep an ace bandage in your car. If you're a police officer also who's listening to this, you didn't hear shit. And you better not tell nobody. Cause you also, could use like it. maybe some fake blood. Y'all go down to Ben Nye, get you a little <laughs> fake blood, and just like have it in your car and just sprinkle a little bit of that shit on oh you and be God. like, I cut myself cooking. All, oh, I, but I can't of, afford an ambulance. And all then, of you the know. theater kid came out when you said Ben Nye. Oh my <laughs> God. This is why we get along. Okay. Yes. That makes me happy. Oh my goodness. But before we get into, oh, y'all gonna kill me. Before we get into what's hot and fried, I promise we're gonna go straight through it after that. We have a break. That's what Lacey said to the police. That's what Lacey said to the police officer. Woo, y'all gonna kill me. Not today. We already got one. Okay, all right. It was. It was. Robbery! I know a lot of y'all out there have those unemployed roommates. Uh, what, do we, what do we call them? Uh, Children. Yes, yes, you have some of those unemployed children. And just like Whitney said, they are the future, okay? Don't you want to set your child up for success? Is your child asking questions on their homework and you scamming them because you don't feel equipped to answer? Come on now, I haven't seen a trapezoid in so long, I can't use a protractor, okay? That's why you need to get IXL Learning. It's an online learning program for children. It covers math, language arts, science, social studies, and it's designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. We love some positive reinforcements. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S., okay? Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash Scam Goddess. Visit IXL.com slash Scam Goddess to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. And it's time for What's Hot and Fraud. This is where we read your letters more often than not. We warn you guys about what's popping in streets when it comes to fraud. You all. As always, snitch on your friends, family, your enemies, everybody at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes, fuck up your bag. Amen. So, Jay, I need a fake name for this person. We don't care about gender, so it could be anything. Okay, I'm going to use the most scamming-ass name possible. Demetrius. Demetrius. Oh, I knew a Demetrius. I've known a couple. I'm from Texas, so Mm -hmm. we have those. And I have a lot of family in Jackson, Mississippi, in in Biloxi. The coast. I love the co- 228. I love it. 601, right? It's 601, Jackson, Mississippi. That's, that's what we do. So, 
Demetrius says, about 20 years ago, I was working as a reference library in a large university library in Canada. I sat at a reference desk all day, every day, five days a week, and helped mostly students with their research. This university is large enough that there are many subject professors and libraries like humanities, social science, medical, music. They go on and on. I worked at the humanities and social science library. Okay. So one day in January, a man wearing medical scrubs came in to do research. When I, fa- I found it strange because there's a medical library, but not so strange because the medical library was located up a steep hill and I could understand why nobody wanted to climb the icy sidewalk. Okay, so you were like, why are you in here as scrubs, bro? Like, also, this is a humanities library. Like, we don't got nothing about cutting on people in here. Yeah, I'm getting some flags already. And this is something I learned over the pandemic when I looked at a couple of people's OnlyFans accounts. Do you know anybody can buy scrubs? Anyone anybody. can buy scrubs. Shout out to Dr. Love. <laughs> He gave us theater. Anyone can buy scrubs, y'all. Anybody can buy a stethoscope. You can buy a lot of medical materials. And we just all on have, Amazon. We all found this out with how quickly we all bought masks. Anybody can buy. I want y'all to know. Listen, whoever you're talking to, I just want you to know something. They might not be a nurse. Yep. You can buy medical gowns. You can buy, like, I remember when we were shooting in the height of COVID and they made everybody wear medical gowns around us and then change their medical gown. Like, if they were makeup or hair, if they were doing another person, change their medical gown. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what is the point of these? Med- I wish I had invested in big medical gown and big <laughs> mask because, damn, I would have cleaned up. Medical gown was just like, they were like, let's get involved. It was masks wh- actually work. Medical gown ain't doing <laughs> shit. And they were like, let's get in it too, though. No, tell them they got to wear medical gowns. Lacey, and you know this because you were on set. This is, and this, I love, I love that people were making money. I love that people stayed employed. But there were moments where you're like, oh, yes, the COVID compliant nurse. And people would be like, nurse? That person ain't no nurse. <laughs> At least yours wasn't called the COVID police. I had to ask somebody about that. I said, I do not like the police. Can he take police off of there? Oh, my God. Wow. And he was hella extra. And he definitely didn't know shit about, like, if you got a job being COVID officer during the pandemic, shout out to you because it was like an online training class. And then you just got to come in and be arbitrary. And I love that for y'all. Because when I tell you that one of the first people that I had, uh, maybe the second, he literally would just be doing anything and was having the best time. He brought us lasagna one day. We're like, sir, you are, why would you think we would eat something out of your kitchen? You're literally the person in charge of germs. What is you doing? Wait a minute. He brought y'all lasagna. He made, you yes. cannot take a to-go plate from the COVID police. Come on. And he had like these arbitrary rules, which everyone was doing some of these at the time, where like if you um, had to kiss somebody, y'all had to rinse with Listerine for like uh, one minute before you kissed. And it was like, bro, do we think it's, the Listerine is going to kill the COVID in our mouth? Like, <laughs> what? what is what is this? And then he started trying to upgrade the hand sanitizer. He was like, y'all, I got some new hand sanitizer for y'all. We got uh, this one scented like berries. This one's a lotion. And I was thinking like our all these above the 70% that kills germs? Because if we touched anyone... It's the people who'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I put my own little spin on this. You put your you put your own spin on hand sanitizer. <laughs> spin on, on safety. On hand sanitizer. On hand sanitizer. <laughs> you put a spin on it. Th- you ain't a mixologist. Wait a second. Hold on, sir. My guy was bringing us Bath & Body Works finest. <laughs> Talk about some <laughs> safety. Uh, smell um, like 2001. Cucumber melon? Is that you? <laughs> Right, fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys love all, spell. 
Y'all all smell like black single mothers who just had to pick up their boys from football practice and are very tired. But they are right. fir- they are a mother. Or like first. high school girls in the suburbs. Okay, <laughs> yes. we was all smelling like amber sugar. Like what the hell? Oh my god. <laughs> So I, I get like coming in and, and wearing the medical okay. garment, obviously not being involved on. in the medicine. So he's got these scrubs on. Demetrius notices that and it's a red flag. Uh, well, you already saw a flag, Demetrius, mm-hmm. so you should have recognized that. But I love you and I don't recognize flags too. So well, I do, <laughs> but sometimes I get a little into it. Lacey's like, what's that? Is that a banner? Oh, that's a cute <laughs> sigil. That's a banner. That can't be a flag. No, no, no. That's, a, that's just that's a right. sign. Okay. <laughs> It's saying, it's saying green means go. It's not red. I'm colorblind. So, so um, basically, they start talking mm-hmm. and whatnot, right? He said he was visiting a doc. He was a visiting doctor from the University of Texas. <sighs> he would sit in on the study carol and read books and newspapers and so on. I talked to this man every day for about three weeks, and we built a bit of a rapport. One day, he comes running into the library and proceeds to tell me that he's in some kind of jam. I can't remember, but maybe his car was broken down or being towed and needed $50 that he would repay the next day. That is when I did the dumbest thing. I explained that I didn't have cash at the moment, but I would go to the ATM on my lunch break and get money for him. Sure, I didn't have the money to spare student loans are a bitch but i stupidly believed that he would pay me back the next day sure enough i never saw the man or my 50 dollars again in hindsight i realized there were so many red flags doctors don't go to libraries at universities in their scrubs especially in canadian winter to do some light reading people are wearing parkas how did this man have all this time to sit in the library for up to three hours at a time every day? I comfort myself by thinking he wasn't a very good scammer if he spent three weeks talking to me and just walked away with $50. Thanks, Demetrius. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to say something controversial, Demetrius. That man earned that $50. Earned it. <laughs> time served. He was... Ta- he was- <laughs> I, this is going to sound mean, Demetrius. This is going to sound mean, gender-neutral, Demetrius. That man was talking to your dumb ass for three weeks. And all okay, they got, all I'm he got not gonna was... call you a dumbass, Demetrius. <laughs> that was not me. Okay, all that he, was not me. All he got was fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. I could scam he, fifty dollars today. He did a three-hour cameo for three weeks, <laughs> and all you had to pay him was fifty dollars. And look. I don't like this scam in one way because I love librarians. The libraries are dying, even though they have so much that we can use for free and we need to keep them alive. And they're also safe havens for people, you know, who are unhoused or who are going through, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a safe yeah. place for kids and stuff. So I'm going to say he, he was punching down because mm-hmm. you need your $50 and you're contributing to the we- health and wealth of society. Mm-hmm. So he shouldn't have done that. But at the same time, sis, like, he kind of, bro, sis, them, yeah. non-binary icon, he kind of <laughs> deserved that 50 He earned it. I'm going to pull it. Denzel. He leaving here with something. <laughs> he ain't take no books. <laughs> he leaving here with something. <laughs> I think that's the kind of sweet, meet cute scam story. Like, oh, you stole $50. He must have been cute. He, you, I, listen, that was the substance that's a good I was point. getting. You, cause it's a cute man in scrubs. It's not a, a it's not like an awful looking man in scrubs. Demetrius, are you single? See, or, or did you need a thrill? Is your marriage getting a little, I'm you know, just, stagnant? I'm seeing. We all need it. a thrill. Cause we don't. Okay, I said anyone can buy scrubs, and there's another point I'm gonna add to that. Anyone can buy scrubs, and anyone who has a decent shape in scrubs, it goes crazy. It goes oh, yeah. crazy. Scrubs make everyone's butt look at least two points on the 10-point scale better. Mm. 
and, and don't have an arm because if don't, you have an arm, uh, they don't uh, gotta uh, see the top of the uh, arm, uh, just a little uh, bit of the uh, lower uh, arm. Me, CCC, Lacey. Now we're getting into it. This, if a scrub fits on a man, listen. Mm, mm. See, we're getting distracted right now on the podcast. Just think about it. I'm pulling I up am. Google. I'm rubbing searches. my chest a little bit. I'm like, wowzers. I mean, I wear scrubs on Lopez all the time. And I do think, like, damn, like this is so easy to put on and I look great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. See, he had his scam going. He knows what fits his body type. He See? knows how to be engaging. I'm a buy. And then he got Listen, $50. That's the scam that everyone can do. We don't encourage scams here, but we do encourage entrepreneurship. If you want to maybe spice some stuff up, maybe you get your own little $50. Buy some scrubs. Buy some scrubs. Go out one day and some scrubs and see how people treat you. The hell, they probably gonna clap. We all know that we love the medical community even more now with COVID. They might clap and bust some pants out for your ass scrubs, and put scrubs on. True, scrubs are career lingerie. They are, and, you know, just like army fatigues and stuff. Like you wear that little tan tight T-shirt with them <laughs> fatigues. But and see, them like boots. army fatigues, people will be like, "Oh, where are you stationed? Oh, you know what? Blah 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 blah." They can start asking details with scrubs. You can be like, "Oh yeah, I'm, like this guy said. Oh yeah, I'm actually still in school. Oh yeah, I'm actually oh, I'm a traveling I'm nurse." Tra- see. The, the scrub yeah. game. The scrub. It's funny, too, because it's completely unacceptable in society to walk <laughs> around in scrubs and you don't work in a medical profession. <laughs> but we all got army clothes. <laughs> and we made it fashion. The right? army's like, look, we, the army's a scam. We, we got to recruit however we, we can. Michelle, Kelly, and Beyonce all dressed in their yep. full fatigues. <laughs> and loved it. And lived. Uh, also... The last point I want to make here is that, Demetrius, you did something really smart, but you didn't realize that you did it. Mm-hmm. You told the man you didn't have cash. Now, remember, he ran in here like it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. And you said, I have to wait till my lunch break. And he said, okay, that's cool. I'm going to go over here and read a little uh, journal. <laughs> so you ran in here and Ooh. it was an emergency. I'm so glad I- this emergency happens to sync up <laughs> with your lunch break. My You God. know what? The emergency actually gonna work out with when you <laughs> we had lunch twelve thirty. That's actually when the emergency is gonna really pop off. Uh, so yeah, it's nine a.m. But I'll wait. Like what? Fifty. I listen. In a way, this is actually good because this is like a hit it and quit it scam. This isn't a continuing scam. This isn't like a long con scam. He didn't try to take you out to dinner, yeah. get your bank account. He just wanted fifty dollars. You didn't start to notice like fifty dollars come out every week. It truly right. I mean, this as far as scams go, I would say this is net neutral. Minus fifty dollars. It's of course it's a fifty dollar loss, but And he was excited because he was working in Texas and you in Canada. <laughs> so he's from a whole different country. Oh, uh, you were oh, probably like, yeah. ooh, what do guns sound like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh drag my, my state I was drag like, i'm from them. mississippi what you th- i bet do you understand oh we hop on your state a lot we have one i can tell you the first time i saw a gun in mississippi i think i was four and it was just probably like on the ground somewhere i was just like what's that They're like oh don't pick that up that's a gun baby put that gun down oh the first gun i saw I was playing in my grandma's sewing room, and you know how every black person has that blue tin of cookies that mm-hmm. never has the actual cookies uh-huh. in it? Yeah. I opened that bitch up, and it was gun in there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, my grandma is a shooter. All right, oh, then. Oh, my God. But not in the cookie tin box. <laughs> Big Mama got the five in the cookie tin box. <laughs> 
Also, I just that's... feel like that wasn't like advantageous for when you need to use a gun. Granny, now you gotta run and like pry open the cooking tin box to get the gun out. Like, Listen, can I say something? The, the funniest image though is a grandmother almost like having like people show up to rob her and saying, "Baby, I don't got nothing but this motherfucking piece here." <laughs> bah, bah, bah. Like, <laughs> she comes out with some cookies. Lily. With some She's cookies, so sweet, right? And then she empty <laughs> <did> a clip. <laughs> Honestly, maybe she was on to something. Maybe wow. Maybe she was on to something. I'm with you, Mildred. You oh, did it. Oh, 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 all right, God. y'all. <laughs> We're moving into my favorite segment, Historic Hoodwinks. This is where I will regale Jay with a famous con, caper, group of criminals, single individual. We'll see. Maybe we love them. Maybe we hate them. We want to note at the top here, because we don't scam. This story was primarily sourced from Michael Finnegan's LA Times article, How an L.A. grifter ripped off his best friends and got rich with his sprawling weed scams. Uh, There's a content warning up here. There's excessive violence depicted in the story. So just so you guys know, there's going to be some violence. Y'all know I will skate, skate, skim over the dark, dark. Uh, But yeah, let's get into it. So we're talking about David Bunovac. And I'm not saying his last name again, but David... (laughs) He's a track star turned actor, turned ticket broker, turned weed mogul. Okay, okay yeah. I saw the That's turn. That's what we call a serial entrepreneur. I saw the <laughs> turn. I Whenever a ticket broker, I was like, okay, it's coming. There you go. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. Track, he was probably doing that honest. They watch you. <laughs> but then, you know, acting is a scam. I'm an actor. I know it is. <laughs> a ticket broker, yeah, we know you was doing crime. And then weed mogul, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello, mm-hmm. robbery. Taking advantage of California's (laughs) new and booming cannabis industry, David became friends with the rich and mildly famous of Los Angeles. Damn, y'all shading them. Mildly (laughs) famous. He was friends with the Z-List and the K-List celebrities. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Mia's a G-List celebrity. Oh, my God. We got to keep the alphabet going. Somebody has to be G. That's so funny. (laughs) Oh, no, no. I'm good friends with their cousin. Okay. All right. Back of the line. Sorry. Right. So Dave, so he was ripping off more than 100 people with his fake weed vapes. Now, it's so easy to just get involved with weed and do it legally, especially in a state where you can do it legally. Why are you letting people suck on air? You are this, rude. Ooh, this makes me so mad. because I'm, I'm a little bit mad at the people, but I'm very mad at David because David just could have been a person who was selling weed, just working weed. at a dispensary. Why do you got like to you sold weed. I don't understand. So David grew up the eldest son of immigrants in Palmdale, Los Angeles. And we have an image here of David. I want to I want to see this track star. He's a runner. He's a track star. So we're looking at David with his family. It's his mother, um, his grand. It looks like a grandfather that he's holding hands with. He looks like a family man. Also, this man has the face of a scam. Like mm-hmm. he's the kind of white man that you would see on Grey's Anatomy as like a new doctor. Like, yeah, just, just traditionally attractive enough. That's to what I was going to let people think that he's on the up and up. Just handsome enough to get away with it enough times to fill him with confidence. Also, if he put on scrubs, I would be like, can you cut on me right now see? in this library? This- <laughs> I'd be like, can you look at this mole in the, in the nonfiction section? Like, also, it's... He... This is how I also know he might not be on the up and up. The grandpa ain't wearing shoes in the house, but he got his feet on these people's carpet. I assume it's a family house. Take your shoes yeah. off. 
David. Well, probably feet hurt. His feet probably hurt. <laughs> I see some other shoes in the photo. But I will say this man has the face of a stock image. Like if you <laughs> you Google white man, he gonna come up. Like yeah, with yeah. all the little watermarks over his face holding a dog. Also, he's got a buzz cut, but it looks good. Another sign, if a white man looks good in a buzz cut, not to be trusted. Not to be trusted. Don't trust why, them. why you look that good with your hair like that? Yeah. I'm confused. Who taught I'm, you this? Uh, yeah, if he getting a lineup, if mm-hmm. you if you know a white man getting a lineup, yeah, nah, you need to you need to run. Yeah. <laughs> That's a criminal. <laughs> So his mother, Philomena, was a nurse from the Philippines, and his father, Joseph, was a Hungarian restaurateur. Oh my in God. high school, David was a star athlete, winning competitions in high hurdles and high jump. At the UCLA, he was the UCLA. At UCLA, he was a <laughs> champion javelin thrower. So he was even switching up what he was doing in track. Okay. okay. So shortly after getting caught for shoplifting in his early 20s, David moved to Manila, the capital of the Philippines. Okay, he's fine. Oh, God, no. Oh, damn. Damn it. I'd fall for it. Damn it. Okay, damn wow. It. Okay, when y'all see the next photo, and I won't put these on the gram, I promise. He, oh, those eyebrows. Oh, that he's smolder. You No. His neck is so Thick. Square jawed, no. The hair all tossed, all disheveled, like look like he just got done giving you some pain. This oh. is, the devil is Ooh. powerful. My God, why would you? No one works. Look, it's, it goes entrepreneurs and then the devil. No one works harder. Oh my! God. Wow. Why would the wrapping paper be this nice? Hmm? Oh, it's it's really giving to wowzers. Okay, <laughs> who leave that on the screen for a little <laughs> bit? I need to. I might need to come back uh, to looking at that. He's so. You know what? Both Lacey and I just proved he's so hot. We got frustrated. Ugh. <laughs> God oh, damn my it! God, I know. Wow. How it. much money you want, David? Yes. Shit. Give me, give me one of them fake weed vapes. Damn it. <sighs> So while in Manila, David began picking up commercial parts, co-hosted a sports and travel TV show, and even booked a few film roles. His most well-known role was as a swaggering kidnapper in the 2001 film Two Song. And he can be seen in this movie. Oh, okay. Okay. This be All little, right. A little pro- Let's see his acting. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> he in the back of the shot still mm-hmm. emoting. I love that. He didn't die. It's not. He's not even talking, but he really giving. He's working. He's so tall. Oh, my God. He's hot. Man. Okay, that's enough of that. Oh, man. He, okay. He's doing, he's giving extra work. He was, like, living. In, he was, uh, listen, David, you didn't so have around, to scam. You had potential. You Yeah, you could have been the next uh, heartthrob. I'm going to say David. something controversial. I have seen people in movies that weren't doing that much work. Right. <laughs> he wasn't even talking and that's like a trick of the trade like be somebody you can cut to yes. if you're in comedy especially so I'm always reacting and I'm trying to make sure my face get in there somewhere right? he was really they, they, <sighs> they should have been closer on the people who were talking but they were like nah nah we gotta have David in the bag just being sexy tall t- imagine Ooh. someone being like Filipino and Hungarian the reason I know he's gonna be hot because Ain't no way those two countries ever meet unless it's something intensely sexual. So he came from people who were in love, or at least in lust. 
He's got that hotness inside of him. Yeah. And it was ruminating. It was emanating from the screen. Like, I, yeah. wow, I have goosebumps. He didn't even say nothing. I'm waiting to hear more of this stuff, but it's not that I'm team. <laughs> We're kind of low-key on his side a little yeah. bit right now. Y'all sh- so, y'all should leave my man alone. My man. <laughs> Free him. My man. Um, my, my man, man, my man, my man. I actually, <laughs> let's spray paint some t-shirts, Jay. <laughs> just because we Free have to support him. David. So around, I don't even know if he's in jail. I just want to support him. However, he want fifty dollars. I'll give him fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. I don't need it. If he talked to me, not even three weeks. <laughs> so around that same time, he also met his future wife, an actress, oh, model, okay. and talent back. manager Jessica Rodriguez. So Jessica saw him and said, "You have talent, and I, and I'm gonna make you a okay." Jessica's a baddie too. Okay, Jessica. y'all have to see this couple. This is a scamming-ass couple, if I've ever seen one. They are aggressively sexy, and we love that for them. (laughs) So in 2006, David and Jessica launched a cosmetic surgery clinic in Manila called Beverly Hills 65... Wait, called Beverly Hills 6750. Why not 90210? Can I not read anymore? What is 6750? With billboard slogans that read, Miss Ugly No More. I'm trying to understand. Is that like Miss Girl is ugly? No like, more? like or is you that won't like, be like Miss Ugly no more. Like you, like you. They're not gonna call you Miss Ugly. You an ugly girl. Yeah, you an ugly girl. <laughs> also, how you gonna nag me with an ad? Like I know we do that a lot in this country, but how you gonna nag me that hard with an ad? <laughs> Lacey, nobody will call your ugly ass ugly no more. Lacey, I want you ugly. to know something. He's the still way ugly right now, though. I'm about to tweet Miss Ugly at somebody this week. <laughs> 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 Harry Styles, watch out, Miss Ugly. <laughs> Wearing them ugly-ass rompers and tunics. Miss Ugly. Stealing. He can do that, though. He's so fine. He could just wear anything. And we like, yes. Miss we just happy ugly. you came. Oh, my goodness. Miss Ugly, no more. Not too much. Not too much on Harry. <laughs> Not so much Lacey, on style. Lacey, they opened up a plastic. Didn't we say anybody could buy scrubs? We said this. This was a premonition. God wow, put that on our hearts because they Indeed. opened up a clinic. Two naturally to hot people. What what was the description of both of them was not anything medical. Nothing. They were like, we'll just get some doctors. That's just minor details. <laughs> what? What? So, however, soon after the clinic's opening, board members and investors began accusing David of misusing the clinic's funds to buy first class to California to buy sports cars. <laughs> that is a sentence. This... Not only are you using it to get your comfort plus, but you're also like, and I'm going to buy a Ferrari. What? At one point, he was even held at gunpoint and forced to sign over his Porsche, Porsche Cayenne Turbo by several business partners. So who did you go to business with? Because it seems like you went into business with criminals. And <laughs> if you're going to go into business with criminals, you need to be on the up and up. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, every, I, a lot of people in L.A. love that ca- Porsche Cayenne. They love that Oh, car. I know a lot of people with it. It's cute. I, I People in my life I'm very close to have that car. I love that car. Do not be held at gunpoint for that vehicle, though. What is wrong with you? I'll be like, just, you don't put the gun away here. You can have it. I'm walking. (laughs) I'm leaving. I'm going to call an Uber. Let me get my stuff out the bag. Okay, y'all want that too? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll be on the curb. I'm good. Okay. (laughs) What? Also, 
if you're going to get into business with people who might put a gun on you mm-hmm. and not instead of taking you to court, like you should probably be a good steward of your business because yeah. I'm not getting involved with anybody who feels like they might pop a trunk unless I know I'm going to be the best employee. Yeah, it's very it's it's very reminiscent of the Rue situation on season two of Euphoria. Don't mm-hmm. play with people's money if you know the money is dirty. And if they're scary because the woman who played her Right, she was terrifying. <laughs> like I had nightmares about her. You don't, you don't take money from somebody like that. She's actually a very funny, sweet comedian, but she's so, hilarious. Yeah, but so... she played scary so easily. I was like, oh my god, I was scared. I was like, Rue, I'll get you the money. It's a fictional <laughs> show. I was like, we got to get her paid. No. Right. So according to the story released to the press, he had to leap out of a second story window to flee. The okay, okay, stunt. Okay, Tom Cruise. The incident prompted David and his wife to leave the Philippines for good and move to his parents' house in Palmdale. So he said, we have to get the fuck ASAP. We have to leave the country because these people are holding me up at gunpoint. So California. David next popped up (laughs) in China at the 2008 Beijing Summer Olympics. Wow. His father, Joseph, worked with the Hungary and Spain National Olympics Committee to gain access to tickets for him and David to sell. Together, they sold a batch of tickets to Gene Hamlet, an Atlanta ticket broker who was able to spin a profit about $300,000 off 2,000 tickets. So they got the tickets on a hookup, flipped them, and then somebody flipped them again. And this is why I hate resale culture. This is his dad. This is why David's a scammer. His dad dad made him that way. Your daddy is a scammer too. Your daddy got you Hungarian and Spain and Spanish national team tickets and you said, nah, I'm gonna flip it. And then that person's gonna flip it. This is why. Also, y'all wearing all white on the beach. I know y'all do crime. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's apparent. So throughout the games, David wined and dined Gene, inviting him to his private suite. By the end, David was able to convince Gene that his connections would be able to supply him tickets to the 2010 Vancouver Winter Olympics. Gene agreed to buy 17,000 tickets. Now, mind you, he did come through with the first 2K tickets, right? So Gene's like, oh, you taking me to a private suite? We whining, we dining, is okay. that waggle? Oh, wowzers, <laughs> you got it. And so he's like, I will invest heavily now. So over, and I mean, the man is fine. You see a tall, sexy man, mm-hmm. you just think he can't fail. Like, yes. I would have did the same thing. Like, here's my money, tall, sexy man, mm-hmm. who's also white. Like, you got the world in your, it's, but that's also, your oyster. But also Filipino. He's got it all. He's every woman. It's He's all spicy. in him. He's spicy. Yeah, nah, it's all in him. I would have <laughs> gave him my money, too. So over the next 18 months, Gene paid David $2.9 million, but Gene never saw a ticket. David even charged Gene $73,000 for an all-inclusive VIP trip that he claimed Hungarian officials took to Canada. In reality, it was David and his father enjoying luxury hotels, spa treatments, mini bars, and souvenirs. So he said, I'm going to even charge it to him. Like, this is for business. We need 73K for business. Just random business that we have to do. So by the time the Vancouver Olympics started, several of Gene's customers were stranded in the city without tickets. So now you're fucking up Gene's reputation. So several sued Gene. So now they're suing Gene because he didn't get them the tickets. That Leading David him promised to him. bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And ultimately losing his house. Damn, David, you took the shirt off Gene's back. <sighs> okay, damn, uh, also, David. Gene, why wouldn't you wait until 
you had the tickets in hand, like maybe do a deposit and wait till you get the tickets in hand. I'm not giving up 2.9 million off the strength. And I get it because he got the first 2,000 tickets. So he's thinking they have a relationship. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people do that in this business. So I'm not blaming Gene at all. But at the same time, why are you selling tickets that you don't have, Gene? Yeah, Gene, I'm not. You are a victim in this because you had to declare bankruptcy and lost your house. But also, this is a lot of tickets. Why are we buying so many? It's like when scammers, you know, like they dangle like a check or or money in front of you in the beginning Mm -hmm. and then they get you on the back end with something larger. Like, Gene, baby. So meanwhile, David spent Gene's money on Tiffany's, Bloomingdale's, Neiman Marcus, Giorgio Armani, and Hermes. David also spent money at Ritz-Carlton Spa in Georgia and the Baccarat Resort in Santa Barbara. And like, I will say like, this man is sexy. So if you see a sexy man and he got the drip too, yeah, woo, yeah, hopping yeah. out of his Porsche Cayenne Pepper. He's sexy. doing all the stuff that a rich person would do. That's the other thing. He's like, he's creating the facade of wealth. Yeah. So Gene ended up suing David, but it took him four years to agree to a settlement in which he only paid Gene $325,000. After bankrupting him. 2.9 million. Oh, my God. The weed business. So by this point, David and his wife, Jessica, and their daughter, Brianna, were living an affluent life in a Calabasas mansion formerly owned by Kylie Jenner. Oh, my God. They bought Kylie Jenner's mansion. This is... And we can see a poster for Jessica's 50th birthday here. So for Brianna, which I'm assuming is one of his children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, daughter <laughs> Brianna. Okay. <laughs> So wait, let's pause for a second. So we're looking at this flyer. They made the flyer Crazy Rich Asians and recreated the flyer cover. Oh, And it looks popping. I would be at this party. Listen, it looks like a fun party. They are very affluent. They look wealthy. It's insane. They said crazy rich. They didn't say uh, uh, legally rich or legally rich. They didn't say it was on the up and up. They said they're crazy. You're rich. Give us some money. That's, listen. Yeah. It's crazy people there. It's rich people there. It's major people there. They didn't say it was all connected. popping. And if you show people wealth, they'll believe you have wealth. They don't know if you rented it. They don't know if you're in bankruptcy. Like, if you show a house like this, like... And, you know, the Kardashians made Calabasas popping because when they moved there out of Beverly Hills, everyone was judging them like, oh, they left Beverly Hills, they're poor. And then they made that the place to live. And now all these celebrities are buying their houses in Calabasas. So he did it at a cute time. Shout out to a lot of people whose YouTube houses they don't own. That's all I'm saying. A lot. (laughs) Who are renting it with 18 friends. (laughs) Love that for y'all. They're like, get out of the room. I got to make it seem like I'm the only person who lives here. Shout out to the party houses with six, seven roommates, but they can't be in none of the videos. Nope. Tic Tac Crib. Okay. (laughs) What do we call Hype houses. Yeah. So Brianna, the daughter, for her 16th birthday, they held a $218,000 party with rapper. (laughs) Uh, Who is this? A boogie boogie with the the hoodie? hoodie? Yeah. A boogie with the hoodie. Yeah. I've never why, seen a boogie. Why would got on you, no hoodie. Here's my question. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm confused. Where, where's the hoodie, a Why boogie? would you fly a boogie all the way out to Cal? Listen, that had to be his daughter's favorite rapper because they could have got a lot of other... <laughs> oh, hear me out. 
Everybody at the party is going to be rich people that they're trying to impress. Mm-hmm. Rich people do not know rappers. Got they was probably it. like, oh my God, Jay-Z was there. Like, they don't yes. know who this Negro is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jay-Z. <laughs> they have no idea who this man is. I mean, they definitely could have got Tiger. He was just down the street. If this is Kylie's old house. He would have self-drove. <laughs> Okay, could have paid him less, probably. Hey, Boogie was like, these people have run it up. Okay. So they bought her a $300,000 horse as well. Jessica, who's also self-published books, such as Date Like a Girl, Marry Like a Woman. Okay, you better have an act like a lady, think like a man. The polished woman. Woo. She drove a Bentley. I love that. She was like, do y'all want to get like me? Okay, pick me. Y'all, this is a book for y'all to get picked oh and chose. Oh, Lord. <laughs> they eagerly displayed their wealth, drawing them into a circle of similarly affluent friends just as interested in expensive equestrian hobbies. In 2015, David approached Tom Danford with a pitch for an investment opportunity. Ooh, with his abs out like that? And you know, rich people don't be having abs like that unless they're actors. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he was running the game. David and Tom's families had been getting close and were both part of a larger friend group consisting of similarly wealthy and semi-famous individuals of Los Angeles. At the time, David's plan was to buy empty vape pens, like empty vape pens in China, export them to the U.S. and fill them with cannabis oil and sell them. So sell we? He was like, I have the opportunity of the lifetime for you. Let's be corner boys. What? Have you ever seen The Wire? Oh, my God. Imagine me like, okay, so hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. What if we, what What if we... we And don't tell nobody about this. Open up a corner store. What? You just gonna buy the empty vape pen? No, but then I'm gonna put the cannabis oil in them. Okay. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. The oil's already in there. I'm just buying my oil. I got oil at the house. I got canola oil at the house. I got olive oil at the house. I'm somewhat of an oil tycoon. (laughs) I, I got... Okay, well, I got uh, I got peanut oil. What, what you trying to cook? I got all types of oil at the house. Sir, how did you? He was like, it's okay. Think secession, but also think power. Uh, think the wire and a little put bit of, together, and a little bit of entourage too. Just put it all, all the scams, and we're gonna be good. So all he needed from Tom was a $30,000 investment for shipping from China, which he promised to repay back with interest once the pens were sold. $50 ain't sounding so bad now, is Demetrius? <laughs> but also, it, it, he didn't say this as investment. I added the word investment. He said he <laughs> needed... And the investment would have worked here. And maybe he said it. We're obviously getting this story from other people, but... For me, if you're investing in a company, you're investing. If you're telling me, oh, I got this great idea. All I need is $30,000 from you. Why don't you have $30,000 if you live in Kylie Jenner's old mansion? Why yes. don't you just have that? Yes, right? That's confusing. Is it one of the situations where it's like, oh, a lot of my stuff isn't liquid right now? Yeah, he's like, it's all frozen up in stonks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, have you heard of the NASDAQ? <laughs> so that's where my money is. It's all oh, in it's Swiss my bank money, accounts. I, yeah. Next to the Swiss cheese. I like forgot German, so I got to go through a translator to get my money. It's all in tied Bitcoin, up. and I lost my wallet password, but I'm going to remember it. <laughs> like, what? So, <laughs> like Gene, the first time went well. Two, so the first time he delivered the pins. Two months after Tom Gates, so this is his scam. He's like, I hit him with a little bit, okay. and I make and I make them trust me. Like the three week scam we did with Demetrius. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna hang out with this bitch for three weeks, and then I'm gonna get my fifty dollars. <laughs> but he was like, I'm gonna hang out with him 
I'm going to do a little tiny scam and I'm going to make it work. But then I'm going to ask him for more. Mm -hmm. So the first time went well. Two months after Tom gave David the money, he received his investment back with a 12% return. He gave David money a second time and it worked again. Okay, he was really rapping this one. Then David proposed the big plan. Invest in his company, Holy Smokes. No. That's the name of the company. For 5% stake of $200,000. That is the corniest name that I've ever heard for a company. Holy Smokes. He got him right where he wanted. Holy he like, Smokes oh. sounds like a mime ministry where they stop you from smoking weed. Like, how you gonna name your company Wowzers? <laughs> Holy Smokes. Holy Smokes. That's Golly G yeah, That's Willow something weed. you see the first time you see a nipple. Holy Smokes. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, though Tom was well off, this would be his biggest long-term investment to date. And he had to cash out a significant part of his family's savings to do it. So, now he's done taking away from Lil Billy's college fund. Oh, my goodness. This is... Do people never hear this tiny voice when they start dipping in the family stuff? But when you start dipping in the family stuff, I think you always got to keep it your personal stash. Yeah, you dip mad in, money. Yeah, you and also if you have to dip into the family, maybe that should tell you you don't got it. Yes. Because venture capitalists have money to blow, and they and you know they're doing it. They're 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 like if this fails, like usually they invest in like a bunch of different things, and it's like the casino for them. They're like one of these is gonna hit, yeah. a lot of these are gonna fail. I don't give a shit. But if you have to dip into little little um. Clarissa's college fund. If if uh little Daniel ain't gonna be able to see the optometrist for a few months, <laughs> like maybe maybe you don't have it. Like maybe you don't do it. Yeah, I just whenever they dip in the family stuff, cause now everyone can be mad at you. At first, you could just be like, oh, it's it's on me. You fucking I'm, up the family. I'm boo boo fool. It's me. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Like now, we're messing with family money. But okay. And continue. I've said this before on the con, like. Anytime I hear the word life savings, if it, I, I don't have a life savings, I have <laughs> a savings. But if you say life savings and that's what you believe and that's how you live your life, then you should probably never touch that because you just said the words life. Yes. Like you're going to die if it's not there. So maybe don't touch the life. Right. Just I, I cannot, I cannot fathom being like, well, I got some good news and I got some bad news. Bad news. The good news the bad is news. we have each other. We love each <laughs> other. We are family. <laughs> I spent all the money on me. Like, what? No. No. So you can already guess, Jay. This time, David, excuse me, David didn't pay. I was combining his name with yours. Oh David God. didn't pay any of the dividends. Uh. Tom remembers. I was like, Dude, don't do this. Oh, that's like as emotional as a rich straight yeah. man gets. That is, bro. Come on. Yeah, that's that's white boys on the brink. Dude, don't do this, bro. Dude, he was on. down bad. Like that's like the Tyler Perry. Yes. <laughs> the Tyler Perry. Like yes. If you've ever heard a white guy say, "Dude, don't do put this," put makeup on me. <laughs> like that. That was him. <laughs> That was his set it off. I need that money. He was like, dude, don't do this, bro. Fam, be serious. Oh, my God. Dude, don't do this is every white guy's. Why'd you have to take him, Lord? It's like, it's the, 
it, that's the peak of how much they can emotionally. Uh, that's how much they can emote. I'm proud of Listen, him. Listen, you hear a white person say, "Take a hike." You know it's about <laughs> to get lit. He said, "Dude, don't do this." Oh no, <laughs> we down bad. <laughs> So when he brought it up, Tom was met with a number of excuses. Eventually, he got so fed up, he asked for his money back. And David responded, lawyer up, buddy. Oh, they talking spicy. Okay, so two takeaways, two takeaways today on this podcast for me is that this week on Twitter, I will call someone Miss Ugly. And mm-hmm. I'm also going to say, lawyer up, buddy. Buddy. Pal. <laughs> Don't let him hit you with that pal and that buddy. <laughs> lawyer up, buddy. <laughs> he said, let's go. Oh, my God. Like, lawyer up, buddy is the equivalent of a, like, pull up. Pull up then. Oh, pull up if you want to. Oh We're going to be waiting God. for you outside. Ooh. <laughs> he said, "We." he said, come outside. Ain't nobody finna jump you. <gasps> lawyer up, buddy. God Oh, that's Damn. Funny. That got me. Who they talking spicy. Right? Succession writers, are y'all listening? Y'all gotta write this down. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so getting caught. By this point, David had perfected his scam and ensnared dozens of other victims to invest in the weed company. However, some victims began filing complaints, and some even won civil judgments against David, amounting to over a million dollars collectively. David was also reported to the police, the F, the B, and the I, the Secret (laughs) Service, and the Postal Inspection Unit. That's how you know these white people were trying to get him, because I say this all the time on the podcast. If you're going to do crime, don't do it through mail, because so many people get caught up when they do crime. Mail fraud gets so many scammers. Mm-hmm. Like, it is an easy hook. Don't fuck with the USPS, honey, because they're going to pull up with them doors that ain't got no door, <laughs> and they're going to put you in the back with the mail. Okay? Do you understand? Federal. Federal. That's Fed what authority. The US, yeah, that's what the U.S. Postal Service is. You, you think it's just like, oh, dropping off packages and shit. No, no, no. They're a gang. You can get caught. <laughs> you can get caught. Mail fraud ain't no joke. Why you think they're so mean to you when you go in there? Because they know they're the mob. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Nothing. <laughs> okay. That's why I'm like, hello, where, where you sent this package? How much does it weigh? Get your bitch ass out of here. Thanks for using USPS, ho. Like, don't play with them. <sighs> oh, my God. So they, they said they were calling everybody. They called the police police, not the mail. Listen. Oh, they said, we're going above your head, buddy. Where are you going? Hello, USPS. <laughs> Lock him up. <laughs> Jail. Okay. <laughs> Mail his ass to county. <laughs> they don't play. So in August 2016, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department arrested David on grand theft and several other charges. He quietly got out of it by pleading guilty to two securities felonies and paying the victim $785,000 in restitution in exchange for suspending a 360-day jail sentence. And that's the thing. If you're rich, like, what is jail? Yeah. He, he already got all these other folks' money. He can spend it to and get out of jail. Hate- financially punitive crimes because or not even crimes like kind of more like everyday shit like me getting pulled over for the ticket the cop could have just ran reprimanded me like he already threatened my life by being a cop Mm -hmm. but i have to pay a ticket that's definitely going to be expensive as hell and i can afford to pay it so if you can't afford to pay it the law applies to you if you can't afford to pay it it doesn't because what are they literally parked my car somewhere where i knew i was going to get a ticket because it was more convenient than trying to find another space and that's what happens when 
you have dispensable income is that you can get out of these quote unquote laws. It's a poor people tax. Yeah, it's truly. And a poor I've been on tax. the other side. And because it, it all it does is criminalize poverty, because then if you yep. accrue enough fines, they'll up the charge and be like, oh, well, you know what? Since you got this many tickets, we're going to suspend your license. Are oh, you driving with a suspended license? Now you're actually going to jail. That's yep. how they make it incrementally harder. And then in jail, you'll do free labor for us, like make hand sanitizer during the pandemic. And then they get to or say, prison, and yeah. then they get to say, oh, well, you were in jail. So you have a history of not cooperating and not following the law. Mm-hmm. And you go, no, do you understand what? It's a snowball effect. It's a setup. And so it wasn't until later that it was discovered that the restitution money was sourced from other investor funds. So he done scam people to pay restitution on the scam. He said, yeah, 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 I got it. Let me oh make some calls. God. Hey, y'all, have y'all, I got a, I got a proposition for y'all. Christ. Have y'all heard of China and have y'all heard of weed? This <laughs> man, when I, when I say that it's evil, but I'm impressed. He's confident. He wow, said, that ain't no problem. Wow, that ain't no problem. Wow. <laughs> Let me call up some of my friends. <laughs> so, however, David continued to convince victims to wire him millions of dollars and more and even created fake businesses almost identical to the real businesses. Then Detective Joffrey Elliott opened up a new investigation. Okay, Jeffrey, excuse me. I said Joffrey because I've seen too much Game of Thrones. <laughs> Jeffrey sounds like a hater to me. Okay. He spells his, uh, Jeffrey with a G. Okay. Which means I'm going to get you. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Jeffrey was like, I'm going to open up a new investigation. And for David, it was the beginning of the end. After reviewing nearly a dozen of David's bank accounts, Jeff discovered where investors' money was actually going $209,000 diamond earrings. A diamond ring for $195,000. Okay, now, Jeffrey, you would be irresponsible with your money because I am buying no ring that's the cost of a house. Yeah, this this is what I have to say about David. He's a bad businessman. He's a bad bitch. He's a good husband. I, I'm not finding out this is going to no side piece. If it's going to his wife and his daughters, he's a good husband. Bad businessman. But in the words of TikTok, he's a good man, Savannah. He's a bad businessman. Now, now, listen, his wife wrote a book about how to be a bad bitch and get a rich man. So he has to upkeep the standards. Okay, she got to get on TikTok and show her new earrings just because. I bet you this wasn't even a holiday. This is some right? just because shit. And he was fine. He bought a Rolex Submariner watch for $14,000 and three bracelets and two Hermes Birkin bags for $46,500. You know those Birkin bags were going to Miss Girl. Yeah. So, yes, you're right. He was being a good husband. nearly half a million dollars were spent on diamonds jewelry and luxury bags alone he was raking it in david also spent 1.3 million dollars on his daughter's horses and related pursuits and at least so he was taking care of his family yeah 166 thousand dollars on a 911 turbo porsche convert porsche convertible he loved the porsche these porsches are getting him it was repoed after missing payments but that's a sexy ass car i want to lick it because what what is some of y'all's uh, listen i'm gonna put some of these folks on black i love i love i love a feel-good part of a story he is providing his, for his family he's providing for his family with y'all's money with so, other people's family's money <laughs> technically that's how we all provide for our families we get money from <laughs> other people now we we do technically like technically have to provide services or goods but you know he just skipped that part <laughs> <sighs> He dropped $8 million at the win 
a Las Vegas casino. And collectively, his family had racked up $11 million in credit card debt. It was clear that David had never bought an empty vape cartridge from China. He didn't even buy the cartridges. And I bet you those cartridges were so cheap. They're coming from China. Right. Like, that's where all of our shit is produced. And they be... And the work conditions are terrible and it's it's terrible as fuck. But do they crank that shit out fast? Yes, they do. Is it cheaper than anywhere else in the world? Absolutely. And so the fact that he didn't even deign to buy the vape cartridges is what gets me. Because I'm like, you could have just... So he took an investment scam where he's like, give me 30000 I'll give you interest. All he did was give somebody, probably somebody other, some other investor, a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. He gave them his, their interest and he did it a couple times because he knew this person was rich and smart to lull them into a false sense of security. And then and on you that know third what, time, he said, lawyer up, buddy. Yep. Because he was like, I've been sued before. What's the suit? What's the suit? <laughs> I'm going to get away. I'm going to get away with it. Sue? Who, who are we talking he about? He was like, Sue you're who? not going to pull up and like and hold me at gunpoint? I'm not scared of you. Right? <laughs> like, unless you're holding a gun to my head, this, you're not getting this money. Lacey, this is a very good point. He's like, I done jumped out of second story windows. I done been all around the world. Hell, I even tried to open up a plastic surgery clinic. I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you with your little papers and your little laws. Okay, yeah, send over the affidavit, buddy. Yeah, like, ooh, I'm sorry I hurt I'm your shaking. feelings. Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was not playing. But also, I want to point a call back to Demetrius. Demetrius, you should feel smart because Genius. at least this scammer felt like he needed to spend three weeks with your smart ass before he could get $50, Okay. And look at this scammer. This scammer was over here hanging out with these people, throwing parties, doing fake investments that he returned on multiple times before he ran his big grift. So he knew you were smart. Obviously, you clocked him when he came in in them scrubs all the time. And you clocked him when he spent too much time in there and when he should have been operating on people. So he knew you were smart. That's why he waited three weeks. So I'm going to give that to you, okay? But next time, follow your instinct. Like, if you say you can't get it to your lunch break and then all of a sudden it's not an emergency anymore, sis... Go ahead and go ahead and let that go. Oh, and that's also another point to scams that I wanted to say, like scams thrive on urgency. Yeah. So if you give people time, they'll figure out another way to scam somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like just if something seems too good to be true, wait on it. Wait a week. Yeah. Wait a couple weeks. If it's if it's really legit, it'll still be there. But if they put time limitations on it, you really have to be wary because the time limitation is because they don't want you to have time to think about it. They don't want you to talk to your girlfriends. They don't want you to go to brunch and then be like, huh, that's weird. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to get you in the moment. So take a beat if you can. And assess like your desperation. And so- I think like to Lacey's point also... What you have to do sometimes is just go, oh, I'll look at that tomorrow. Yeah. Just and sleep on that shit. Don't rush. You don't owe anybody a rapid response. Like, you just don't. I truly do love the fact that David, he didn't even try. It, a business plan that could have been, you know, less successful than just stealing from people. But he didn't even, he didn't even think to be like, let me see if this could actually even work. Nope. <laughs> so... It was clear that David had never bought an empty vape cartridge from China, right? Somehow, David and his wife still managed to keep creditors from collecting debt. Oh, love this for them. It wasn't until February of 2020 that lawyers from one of David's unhappy investors began asking where their money came from. Jessica claimed that their money came from her brothers occasionally taking from the Philippines, like pesos that he had stashed overseas. However, she didn't remember, in quotes, how much money she had. And when asked where she kept it, she said, my country is a third world country. We don't really put them in the bank, which is true. That's why crypto got off so big in other countries. However, she's obviously leaning in 
to like hopefully y'all be racist to me <laughs> in my country we put all of our money under the bed in the shoe box oh, it's very yeah. uncomfortable to sleep on because it's in between the mattress <laughs> but but that's what we do in my in my poor culture like she really tried to and listen oh, i've God. used racism to get out of a lot of things i'm like i'm black how could i ever steal carry underwood before she cheats i would listen to that i'm black oh my god like, <laughs> like I've I've done I've I've used it to my advantage many times, so I get that. And so the couple's Calabasas mansion was raided several months later, where officials found scores of forged financial records used for fraud. He knows Photoshop. In t- July 2022, <laughs> David pleaded guilty to federal securities and wire fraud charges after stealing a total estimate of thirty five million dollars. Now, thirty five million dollars is enough to get you through your life very very comfortably. Why couldn't y'all stop at like fifteen? Like yeah, this you won. Is, okay, thirty five million dollars is wild. You could have gone legit. Stolen. You could have actually bought some Chinese vape cartridges and filled them with. You could have cooked weed in your house, right? With some butter. I don't know if that's gonna work in a vape cartridge, but you know you could have tried it in California for real. Because after ten million, what you need to do is work on getting away from the origin of the money. Yeah, you got to be a drug dealer. You got to do a Jay-Z. You, you stop selling yeah. crack. You get into legit business. You pay somebody to do a bid and you become a legit business person. What right? are you doing? You don't want to open up no barbershops, David. You don't want to do nothing. No check cash in places. You no liquor stores. Come on. Liquor is recession proof. People drink when they're happy. They drink when they're sad. And I know nothing. money laundering is technically illegal. But the amount of fraud that you did, $35 million, you could have done... You could have opened literal laundromats yes. to wash your money. <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? You fumbled. So, But he was cocky because he's fine to say, if you mm-hmm. walk through life tall and fine like that, everybody treats you nice, everybody treats you good, you start to just get to the point of delusion where you're like, I can do anything because I'm sexy. Never heard no. Never heard Never no. Never heard no. And according to Judge Dale Fisher, who presided over his sentencing, the apology letter David wrote was, probably the least convincing letter the court had ever received from a defendant. He said, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> the, the apology letter had two words. It just said, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Da, da, da. But if you're looking for a new investment opportunity, might I suggest... I got these vape <laughs> Can y'all read this to the jury? Read them that I got a new opportunity that's legit. Let them know they're going to get a 12% also been, return. It also could have been something like, yeah, they hating on your boy, you know, you know, and we all got to Come on, haters. y'all look at me. I'm so sexy. <laughs> like, why would I ever do crime to anybody when I'm this sexy? It, I'm making the world very much a good it, place Honestly, again. if they ain't investigating you, you're doing something wrong. You ain't popping enough. If the right. post office ain't investigating you for mail fraud. Listen, they tried to kill your favorite bitch. That's the <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And he got 17 years in prison, so... Look, I don't believe in long financial sentences. Like, I just like, you're not harming people physically, but also finances contribute to our livelihood, to how we eat, to how we breathe, to how we live. If you can't afford medical care, like that is robbing you of your life. You know what I mean? So I understand this heavy sentence, especially because this man kept going. He got caught up so many times and wriggled free that he was like, y'all ain't never gonna catch me. And also the purchases were very much audacity. You spent a 200K on jewelry? Like, bro, they gotta put you under the jail. I, yeah. I don't even believe in the carceral assistance, but... You gotta go, bro. Well, like, you, what are we supposed to do if you were this brazen? We gotta get you away from the community. I don't know what to do. And you were stealing from so many people. That's the other part. 
It's like, this might actually be a case of like, this is more troubling to me. If someone breaks into someone's house, it's not a victimless crime. I understand that like, you want restitution, you want your repairs, you also want the funds to be redistributed. But that's like one person breaking into one person's house. And that's small scale. This is so big. $35 million, million. stolen from fake investment. That's wild. But also, I wouldn't feel better if he went to jail. I want my money back. That's the thing. Can we liquidate some shit so I can get... Can we liquidate the earrings, the Hermes back? Can we put that on Poshmark? He, can I get something? That's what I, everyone who... Everyone who got... Who was involved in this should get to go to his house and take something. <laughs> yeah, it should be like an open... Having not, a, not a police auction. We go in there and we just... Whoever gets there first, it's like a rat race. We, we right? race to the house on foot. Whoever gets there first gets to take whatever they want and roll it out. An like, estate sale. But not a sale. We just come not in. A it's sale. a state just, seal. Do, 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 we take him back the estate. <laughs> Let me get one Fabergé egg. You know he had one. He just right? spending money like it was never going to end. He had to blow dust off of it. You using Wow, this? David. Listen, David, you lived real good. So these 17 years are just repayment for you living real good. And it doesn't sound like your family went to jail. You're still a good family man. I'm sure they put some little coin on your books from the pesos that were hidden. <laughs> <laughs> Wifey sounds like she's a trooper. Like, she knew you was doing fraud and she stood beside you. So, yep. good luck to you, David. That's Are we going to make them airbrush t-shirts? <laughs> Can we get a photo of David in jail? Like, I need to see what he looking like now. <laughs> He's still sexy. It's wild to me, though, that, like... He probably in the yard lifting weights, probably all buff. That's... Ooh. But he was being a good husband. <laughs> He was. Listen, he was just robbing people for his family. He should have wrote that in the letter. <sighs> Instead, he was like, oops, uh, I did it again. Yeah. Like, These are lyrics to a Britney Spears song. He was like, oh, my bad. Let me yeah, he was it. like, my bad. Sometimes I cry. <laughs> Wait a second. This is still Britney. <laughs> Sometimes I'm scared of you. No? Okay. Okay. Um, One final plea. I'm not yet a girl. Okay, David, you going to have to go. You got to go. David, David. leave. David, leave. Leave now. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll walk out. No, you have to go to jail, David. You can't just okay. leave the court Okay, out. I'll go home. No, wait a second. We almost let him go home. <laughs> right. They're like, he's like, I can see nobody likes me in here. I'm just going to leave. I'm going to separate myself from the situation. They're like, no, you have to leave in handcuffs. He's like, oh, my bad. I was oh, getting into my, my Porsche. Goodness. Cayenne. <laughs> uh, well, that brings us to the saddest part of the show, the end. We have to let Jay go. But before I let him go, we're going to do a quick scammer of the week. This is where we highlight a charlatan who may or may not be worthy of our praise. And today we're talking about a man from Victoria, Canada, keeping it in Canada. Okay. Is that how you say? Oh, oh. Uh, uh, what did they say? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. With yeah. the O. Yeah. I know the Canadian community is going to come after me, but we tried. <laughs> <laughs> so, this man from Victoria, Canada, was arrested shortly after being rescued by the Coast Guard from his capsized boat. Oh, my God, I saw this on Twitter. <laughs> so, his boat, his boat, he was in the middle, like, of this, like, huge ocean wave that was, like, if I saw that wave, I'd be like, Jesus, make it quick. Like, mm -hmm. so, but the Coast Guard had pulled up, and they were like, wait, wait, Oe, like, we got you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it started in late January when Jericho Wolf Labonte posted a video on Facebook showing him putting a dead fish on the porch of the Goonies house in Astoria, Oregon. Unfortunately, the house is not a museum and its owners that live there were disturbed by the Jericho, Jericho putting the fish there. And he put like stickers on the security cameras and he was dancing around the property. 
Police began looking for him that Wednesday, but on Friday, the U.S. Coast Guard received a mayday call from a yacht struggling in the mouth of the Columbia River. That river is dangerous as hell. That water is treacherous as all get out. Uh, those waves, you would never catch my, my black ass in no waves like that. So this is him? Yes, stranded on this boat. Wait for it. Wait for it. Now look to the back of the boat, because Poseidon about to pull up. <laughs> like, you can't tell me this wasn't Poseidon himself doing the slap. Oh. Here it comes. Oh. Uh, yeah, oh, no. Nah. Oh. <laughs> no. The boat did a 360. <laughs> The boat said, new oh year, new me. Goodness. I'm turning my life around 360. <laughs> I've, Wild. I've, I've truly never seen a boat roll over like that. The boat was like, you got it. You good, wave. Like, oh, never mind. Oh, my Lord. The boat was reconsidering being on the water. It was yeah, like, why I was, I yeah, I don't want to say, I don't want to shame the boat, but can the boat swim? The boat don't look like she knew what she was doing. But I will say the boat did turn back over Straight-wise. Oh, got it, It capsized, but then it flipped back over like, I'm still here, girl. Yes, yes, yes. Tins across the board for the boat. Because joy comes in the morning. All right. They had you. They had him for a minute. In the first half. (laughs) (laughs) We fall down, but we get up. We Not the the SS Donnie McClurkin. (laughs) Listen, for a saint, it's just a sinner, okay, (laughs) who falls down, including the sinner on the boat. Oh, my God. The passenger turned out to be Jericho, and Jericho turned out to be wanted on several charges, including illegal entry to the United States and theft of over a $160,000 yacht. According to the U.S. Coastal Guard, the third-class petty officer, John Branch Walton, we got the mayday call in the classroom and played rock, paper, scissors for which swimmer got to go. It was definitely an amazing experience, and I'd like to do it again. They were so hyped to save people. They were like, wait, no, it's my turn. Let's pull straws. He stole that yacht. But they didn't know that. All they knew was things were dry in Canada. Nobody was needing to get rescued. And they were like, I want to swim. I want to do it. I want to be in the news. They were like, this is newsworthy. And so they also, y'all, I'm in distress. So can we not play rock, paper, scissors? Or can we do it on the (laughs) flight? Like we all ride over there and then we figure it out on the way. Like, don't do that while y'all... Imagine like an ambulance. You're like nine one one, please. Like I'm down. I'm bad. And they're like, all right, who wants the rescue? Right. One, two, three. Shoot. No, best of three. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, can, can we go to the mission? <sighs> so Jericho is currently in custody, and the boat is said to have been destroyed in the surf, and that makes sense because the boat got dipped. Yeah. The boat flipped. Everything's wet. It went full Titanic, but it was like I'm still here. Right. I was surprised. This is, like, so insane to me that, like, once again, happy he's not dead or drowned or anything. But, like, it's crazy that you can steal someone's boat and then send out a distress signal. I mean, you still want to live. He realized (laughs) he took the boat into the wrong place because apparently that water is notoriously choppy like that. And that's not even choppy. That was, like... Ugh. That's the act of God. I'm not going to be a part of a force majeure on my life. When you said Poseidon, Percy Jackson's daddy was acting up, you're he right. He pulled up to the scene he with said... the gangsterling. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hey, y'all, watch this. He said, all waves, <laughs> no do-rag. That was no wild. No do-rag. That was wild to watch. 
Yes. And we'll put that on the gram. Can, yeah, put it, it on the gram. And could you put the music under it, make the music under it, swag surfing? And so it'll be like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, polo on my body. Like, <laughs> yes, the wa- the waves were swagging and surfing. Like, you're not surfing that. Ooh. And then it's so amazing to watch, like, the safety people, like, the Coast Guard come out because they know if they see a wave like that, they go underwater mm-hmm. so that they don't get swept into it. And so he went underwater for that and, like, was hype. Like, I think that was a thrill. They saved his life. Well, Listen, I'd rather have my life in a little bit of prison than not at all on a stolen boat. Can I ask for something like that? Can you read this man's full name again? Because when you said his full name, I was like, that's a scamming-ass name. Jericho Wolf Labonte. Come on now. Jericho Wolf you thought, Labonte. You thought he wasn't going to steal your boat? Like, he was born to steal boats. Like, Jericho let's just talk about that. Wolf Labonte. That is He's a... First of his name. <sighs> Living up to it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I, I'm happy that he's safe. But I, if you know anyone named Jericho Wolf or Labonte, first of all, those could all be first names. If you know a Jericho, yep. they scam. If you know a Wolf, they a scammer. They scam. If you know a Labonte. Robbery. If you know a Labonte, just don't ever leave your pocketbook around them, Grandma. Okay? Don't leave don't leave no coins around Labonte because those <laughs> are his now. And you have to accept that. And you should have known. It's your fault. Honestly. Oh my goodness, Jay. This was amazing. So fun. It's a long one, y'all. I hope y'all, I, I know y'all like the long one, so it's a long one. But we always ask on this podcast, where would you like to be found? Any socials, anything you want to plug? Okay. Where people can see you and your amazing comedy. I am on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all just at Jay Jordan, at J Y J U R D E N. My name, no spaces. You can catch me. Um, on some episodes of The Problem with John Stewart, and you can catch me in New York and around the country doing comedy. I have a new hour that I'm kind of going to tour a bit yeah. more. But I'm in New York all the time, so just follow me on any of those things, and I'll tweet about it and post about any shows I have coming up. Yes, and as always, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. If you want to see this capsized boat, Pod on Instagram and y'all know I'll be talking to y'all on Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter and if you want to follow me and my shenanigans D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I Diva Lacey on all platforms y'all watch the Lopez show and I'll give you updates on season 3 of iCarly when I know but we wrap so it's in the can so it's coming now and she booked congregation stay scrubbing get yourself some scrubs Scam Goddess this has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. The Scam Goddess. Our producer is Judith Cargbo. Our recording engineer is Abby Aguilar. And our audio editor is Jesse Karen. Research for the show is done by Kaylin Brand. Stay scamming. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. 
No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.